DBHDD is reminding Georgians to ask their doctor about alternatives to opioid pain medication. Alternatives such as over-the-counter medications and physical therapy can be used to manage pain. More information at opioidresponse.info. Hey there, I'm Kalina Bowler. I've worked for years in Georgia as a location manager in the state's booming film and television industry. On this podcast, we meet the people whose names you see when the credits roll. It's the credits from Georgia Public Broadcasting. Work on film and television projects sometimes come with risk. A few years back, I was on set, and I passed out from heat exhaustion and fatigue. A medic was there to save my life. If you're in the industry long enough, you end up having those close calls. Stunt coordinators know this risk all too well. Elizabeth Davidovich has worked in stunts for more than a decade. Her credits include The Walking Dead, where she played ravenous walkers who have been killed off more times than she can count. She's also been Winona Ryder's stunt double on Stranger Things. I met her in her personal stunt studio in Atlanta, where she has an armory on one of the walls with a wide variety of fake weapons. She also has a large gym with mats where she practices. Elizabeth told me there's so much you can learn in the stunt world, from training yoga, preparing to get set on fire, to safely aiming and firing fake weapons. Despite all of her experience and training, she still describes herself as a day player. Um, for those that don't know what a day player, a day player is someone, I, I show up one day, they do terrible things to me, they send me home and I'm unemployed all over again. <laughs> so it's very rare that I'm, I'm ever around to really understand the full context of you know, the entire film or the entire TV program. And then it's my job to not only do the stunt, but to understand why is it that we're doing that specific bit of action. So there's a performance element in terms of I'm helping to tell a story by using my physicality. And even if it's something pretty generic, like a car hit, okay, Mm -hmm. well, why was that girl standing right there, right then? You know, it dictates the performance leading up to it, dictates the performance after it. So as a storyteller, I like to shut the world out, understand the scene that I'm in, and, and do my best to help tell that story. And do you drive, and then you, you mentioned weaponry. What are some of your specialties in stunts? I do all of those things. Okay. Uh, I don't think I do them very well, but I've, I've at least gotten my feet wet in okay. every single one of those avenues because in my mind, I'd like to be moving towards not necessarily being a stunt coordinator, but I do want to understand what that job entails so that as I move into a different department, I know what I can ask of, of my people, if that makes sense. I do, yeah. Uh, in my opinion, the best directors are the ones that have at least, you know, they, they've done every job or they, they at least know enough from each department that they know exactly what to ask for. I couldn't agree more, yes. So mm-hmm. that's, some, that's part of the educational process in my mind. Gotcha. I don't know that many stunt women. Whenever I've been on a show, I've been in this industry now about 14 years here, and it's mostly almost always men right? Um, of all ages. Yeah. And so when I meet a stunt woman such as yourself or a woman who does stunt work, 
um, I'm immediately in awe, one, but I'm also struck by how few I've seen, really. And again, this is just Georgia, but I'm sure industry-wide it's kind of similar. Well, film, the film industry is already pretty male-dominated. Of course. Um, and I'm not playing the victim role at all. Yeah. It's, it's a matter of opportunity, really. So they're in the stunt department, especially, it's very, very male-dominated because of the amount of opportunities available. 90% of the jobs on camera are for stunt men, whether it's soldiers or thugs, gang members, you know, you name it. But well, usually- the actors hired are mostly men, I'm assuming. Sure, well, yeah. most of the nondescript jobs are for guys. Right. It's not a matter of, you know, oh, poor me. It's, you know, the men are out to, to get us. It's nothing like that. Of it's, so. I like to think of it, it's almost like, it's almost as if I'm trying to play on a professional football team. Okay. So yeah. there's just not a lot of opportunities for women. And because there's fewer opportunities, um, there's fewer women that can actually survive having a career in that department. Roughly, and this is just based on my own personal experience, roughly one out of every 10 jobs is for a female. And then those 10%, you have to be the right ethnicity, you have to be the right height, you have to have the right skill set. So statistically mm. speaking, it's just, the, it's, it's a numbers game, really. That's true. Um, you mentioned that most of the jobs that you've received in stunt work have been day player mm -hmm. uh, positions. Mm -hmm. uh, that's great because if you're doing day player positions and you're able to create a space like this that we're sitting in right now, I am floored by how beautiful this gym is. I appreciate that. I mean, I'm looking around and it, it, it's so much space. You got all the mats here. It immediately reminded me of, I, I took gymnastics for like a minute at like 10 years old. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm back on the tumble mat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm seeing, you know, the weaponry on the wall and I'm seeing, um, you know, headshots of other stunt people. And I'm, you know, I'm seeing books like a lot you have a library yeah it's it's beautiful in here thank you so it makes much. me want to do some research and as much as it makes me want to do a few cartwheels well and i can't tell you how much i appreciate that because my goal for this space specifically was to i call it an idea incubator it's not just a training facility hmm. it's a place to be inspired so I like to hang artwork and I like to make it colorful and I always have music playing. Um, and I like to have you know the weapons available and, and all sorts of interesting props as well because yeah. I like for people to come in and I like to see the light turn on in their eyes and say, you know what would be a great idea? That's one of my favorite things to hear. Yeah. So I also built this place not just for stunt people, but I was a part of a collective called Studio Outpost okay. for a while. Um, it was an unofficial collective of writers, producers, directors. It's basically just me and my friends. Um, but my friends are incredibly talented people. That's like most of these posters are films that my friends have, yeah. have made. Um, and so we've sort of come up in the industry together. We used to have um, an office in East Atlanta, um, right in the heart of East Atlanta, where we had a group of offices and a conference room where we would just get together on a regular basis, like daily. That was our nine to five. Right. We would show up. I didn't have an actual room. I just sat at the conference table. <laughs> but 
in being in proximity to one another, when Dan Bush goes to go get a cup of coffee, he walks by, he's like, hey, Liz, so I have this idea for a monster. And we sit down, engage in conversation, and these ideas would come up. Next thing I know, a few years later, we're making the film. Right. So being in close proximity to one another, bouncing ideas off one another, it was a very devastating thing to have that space taken away from us. Right. So my immediate reaction was, well, I've been wanting to create a physical facility to attach to the Studio Outpost Collective for a long time anyway. So when I started building this place, I purposefully carved out an area that was for the writers, for the directors. This area is, you know, th this is for all of our education. So it's not just nutritional books, it's not just movie making books, it's not just budgeting, right. but there's, you know, what a producer does and, um, you know, how to adapt a screenplay. So right. anything and everything that might be relevant to our, in our industry, I try to put all in under one roof. I love it. May yeah, I thanks. ask you to walk with me to the uh, weapons wall? Of course. Yay! <laughs> I do want to point out that those are all fake weapons. The it's real okay. weapons are hidden. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so the rubber weapons, those are really good for when we're doing like disarms or if there's, you know, for some reason, if we have to toss a weapon away. So a lot of times the rubber guns are great for that. Now, if we do need to, let, let's say I was going to shoot Donnie over there and he's way across the room. The ones with the trigger action are very helpful because then he can take the audio cue. Can I see that? Is it possible <laughs> to see it? Um, if if Donnie is, is interested? I don't want to put my guys on the spot. If, if they don't um, want to be. I, either one of you interested in taking a gunshot reaction? Uh, go ahead and pull out an eight incher and I'll just have you flat back to it. Here we go. <laughs> and who um, is this uh, Donnie? No, this is actually Nate. This, yeah, and Hello, both of Nate. these guys are members here, so, so we do terrible things to each other on a regular basis. My name is Nate Andrade. I'm a stunt performer. Enjoy every second of it. <laughs> that is cool. You are tall. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to point that out. Okay, yeah, so. A, he's a very unique demographic, and that's something that we're, we're always looking for is. Oh. It, the uniqueness the factor. Un exactly. Hmm having a very specific skill set, having a very specific size. Mm. When we need someone, hey, we need someone who's six foot seven, two foot, like, well then Nate's our guy. Because gotcha. there is no one else who fits that demographic. Gotcha. So it makes, you know, sorry very not cool. to talk about you like you're not in the room, but. Um, <laughs> so yeah, as a, as a community, it really, really helps to have all shapes, all sizes, all skill sets. That's awesome, that's good to know. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm so excited to see this. <laughs> I just we're gonna, like to see we're it up shoot close. Nate now. <laughs> so what's this we're getting here? Um, this this essentially is a, a replica of a Glock nine. Okay. Which is my favorite pistol. All right. I like that. <laughs> Hello. Um, so yeah, we'll just come over here. All right. Um, so this is a pretty standard like gunshot one hundred and one kind of a situation. I'm just gonna have Nate stand right here in front of the eight inch uh, foam pad with a vinyl cover um, and it's one of the safety um, safety tools that it's pretty standard for us and even though this is audio only and not video please 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 do not try this at home under, under any circumstances um, from the camera's POV it mm -hmm. looks like I'm pointing it right at him gotcha but from Nate's POV it looks like I'm shooting right over his right shoulder so what I'm going to do is just raise and then I'll shoot 
and then he's going to take a reaction, and I'll give you an action. Ready? Okay, yep. and action. That's it. Oh, nice. Nice. So, that was really cool. Yeah, and Nate, um, and again, I apologize. I don't mean to talk about you like you're not in the room, but he's one of the most versatile um, talents that we have to work with. His background is martial arts, is that correct? Correct. Um, but he comes on a regular basis to work on not just the martial arts to develop the skills that he already has, but I see him working on things that are very foreign to him so that he can right. be more well-rounded. Right. So okay. all kinds of falls, all kinds of, all different styles of fighting. Gotcha. So he's a very technical fighter, but a lot of times we need like dirty street fighting. So he actually has to work on taking technique away. Gotcha. Which so like is, just expanding the skill set. Exactly. Gotcha. And sometimes that's, it's way harder to take technique away than it is to build up new technique. Well, I can imagine, yeah. Especially like if you're classically trained in any yeah, exactly. Yep, I understand yep. that. <laughs> As a gymnast, I spent the first five years of my who, who am I kidding? I'm still doing it. I'm still trying to get rid of the pointed toes and the good posture. They make fun of me on Walking Dead all the time because I go through the works, I look like a hideous monster, I walk onto set and Greg Nicotero <laughs> says, oh, Davidovich is here. Oh my God. I'm like, how do you know? It's the posture. The I have to posture. work really hard to get rid of it. So there's just as much developing new skills as there is getting rid of old. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for that demonstration and I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Yes, not for nothing. If the Academy decides to create a stunt um, category, I you know- You mean the Oscars? At the Oscars, at the Academy Awards, yes. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, it, it's, there's some very strong opinions on the subject um, and I very much appreciate you saying that. I, I personally, um, I don't necessarily feel like it's necessary to have a category at the Oscars, and the, my reason for saying so is there are some incredible coordinators that are incredible human beings with wonderful hearts. Mm -hmm. There's also some not-so-nice people gotcha. that are somewhat egocentric that might be so focused on winning an award that they might be jeopardizing people's safety. So that's, it's just something to consider. Mm -hmm. um, we do have the Taurus Awards First, the stunt community, which is like our, our Oscars, happens every May okay. in LA at Paramount Studios. And that is a, it's a peer voting um, situation, so it's very meaningful okay. you know, to the stunt community. Um, and in my mind, I feel like it's definitely an award-worthy contribution to film. Stunt coordinators are absolutely incredible and they're usually providing the content that makes the trailers which is what sells the movie in the first place absolutely right so it's absolutely worthy of being notable however the reality is the consequences might be too dire that's elizabeth davidovich she's a stunt coordinator and performer she's good she makes it all look so easy and it is not a while back Elizabeth lost a friend and colleague who died on set. Since then, she's worked to make the industry safer by giving out small blue luggage tags that crew members can take with them with their emergency contact inside. Thank you so much for everything you do, Elizabeth. I have mine on me right now. You can see behind the scenes photos from our interview taken by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. 
The AJC's recent story on the Credits Podcast is linked at thecreditspodcast.com. And that's a wrap for us today. But we want to hear from you. If you work in the film industry, tell us what you do. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at thecredits at gpb.org and subscribe to us on iTunes. Sean Powers produces the show. And Don Smith edits it. Our music is by MBB. The Credits is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm Kalina Bowler. See you after the movies. <laughs>